Hello everybody, welcome to Best Books Ever. I am Tyler, as always, and we are back with not only Mistborn, Final Empire, but the end of the book itself. So that's even more exciting, right? So we got the end, right? We did uh, chapter 26 to 38, uh, plus the epilogue, because you know that's that's the ending. That, that That is important. Some epilogue you look at and you're like, could have left without it. It was nonsense. Author just put an epilogue there just to say they have one. This one, pretty important though. Uh, lots of like, literally what an epilogue should be. <laughs> but um, yeah, lots of good stuff. So this one, I got a lot of notes for that. A lot of little things as well as a lot of big things. Um, as well as, like I said, some epilogue stuff, which is like, not stuff that happens necessarily, but stuff that they just set up for the next book. Next book is called The Well of Ascension, which makes a lot of sense because um, a huge part of this ending reasoning for a lot of things and then even kind of stuff they talk about in the epilogue is like, hey, Well of Ascension, this is big. Here's a mystery. What happened here? Um, so, yeah, so a lot of might be kind of sporadic, but I'm going to get towards the end of the book. That's that's what I said was going to happen. Um, okay, so. Where do we start? So let's start at the end, like we always do. Um, not the epilogue, just kind of the end, the big climax, right? So Lord Ruler dies. Not only does he die, he gets murdered by Vin. Um, and this is... This is a big moment, obviously, right? Lord Ruler gone after a thousand years or so of ruling. Um, you know, this was supposed to be the final empire, but it turns out it's not. Uh, you know, he's, <laughs> there's going to be something after him. Um, there's a few different things that happen with this. First off, we learn that, we learn that the Lord Ruler can do both Allomancy and Ferrochemy, which is huge because no one has ever done that before, at least in recorded history. We learn that that's why, most likely why he did the breeding programs with the terrorist people. To be like, hey, you... You can't breed with anyone, not even yourselves. There there cannot be any chance. Uh, you know, I love what Vin says in response to this. Where she's like, oh, so so Lord Ruler was never a god. He, he just used tricks. He was just lucky. You know, he just had both of them. He was just kind of the first person, it seems, to uh, be born with both Allomancy and Ferrochemy. And he learned how to use it in such a way to make him seem like a god. And then was like, okay. In his mind, he's like, okay, no one else can ever do this. And that's how he kept himself god, basically. Um, I love that because I love Vin sort of breaking that down. And I think it makes her feel better. You know, you know I think there was some morality with it, right? Like killing if he was truly god. Um, but then also I think showing that anyone could rise to that occasion so maybe there are people alive like maybe herself i mean she's definitely not confident in herself like being god or whatever but um you know there are maybe good people out there that could successfully rule quote-unquote rule the people um in, in a different way in a much better way you know it doesn't have to be like oh well lord ruler was clearly the one because mean you know because he was god it's like oh no he wasn't so that kind of downplays him a little bit and brings him a little closer to everyone else. It's, oh, he was just human. So that means 
Theoretically, anyone else could have the potential to rule, and if they do, we can make it so they're better. Um, you, know, you know, that's kind of the my thought behind that anyway. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, what else, what else, what else? Uh, what else with the Lord Ruler dying? I guess we'll kind of stay on that for a second. Um... Slight tangent off of that, but still connected. Marsh is still alive, right? That, that was that's the thing that happened in this part. Um, but then now he's back again, right? That, that was a very, first off, very emotional moment with Marsh dying or supposedly dying. Uh, even when I was reading, again, I have read these books, so I do know everything that happens. Um, but even reading it again, even with my future knowledge, I was like, man, they, they, they really didn't try too hard <laughs> to like identify the body, you know? I think Brandon sort of explained that in the, you know, in the paragraph of like, oh, his, the, the face of the body was just like smashed in or whatever. So like, okay, maybe there's some explanation there as to why they wouldn't be able to identify it. They just saw a body maybe with like, you know, uh, obligator clothing or whatever, or the only body in this place that was a secret meeting. So, you know, it, you know, it also had, um, like a note or whatever from Marsh in there. So you just connect the dots, right? I still feel like they didn't try too hard. <laughs> like, is this Marsh? You know? Um, but then he came back. He was an Inquisitor. That was huge. Um, I mean, that that proves a few things, I think. That proves that anyone can become an Inquisitor, it seems. Um, I know that they mentioned before that they, they do like having uh, mistings become obligators. And it is assumed... Well, I feel like before this, it was assumed that only Mistborn became obligators because, or not obligators, Inquisitors, because Inquisitors can use all of the uh, Alimantic powers. So I guess this proves that doesn't have to be. Um, we're, we're still on the assumption that it has to be a Misting uh, because Marsh was a Seeker. Seeker, yep, he was a Seeker. Uh, but that's cool. Um, I, I do like, you know, this, this little thread too coming off of this um there was something okay so let's again a lot to talk about um trying not to bounce around too much so let's let's kind of finish the first thought first so um the whole thing with the connection between him and the lord ruler i like the ending of him pulling out the spike from one of the inquisitors and that killed the inquisitor instantly so now we know because before that and trust me we will get to kels here um, but before that, we saw Kelsier kill an Inquisitor by beheading it. And in that moment, you're like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, we're not quite sure how to kill an Inquisitor, but taking off their head makes sense that they would die. You know, the only person that you're not sure that that would work on is the Lord Ruler. Um, I think the Lord Ruler even said something about like, I've been beheaded before. They've dismembered me and I'm still alive. Um, but it does make sense, right? Take off the head. And then marsh to kind of show them the secret like no 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 you gotta you gotta separate the the top spikes from the bottom spikes and there's the one there between their shoulder blades that you pull out and they die you know it kills them instantly uh which is huge because there are still other inquisitors out there um we're not sure if they're going to completely oppose this new government like how loyal they are to the lord ruler um if they're just loyal to whoever's in charge um, if they themselves, I, I, I imagine this is probably what's going to happen. 
uh, they're, they're probably going to want to band together and be like, no, we're better than everyone. We, we, the Inquisitors should be the rulers of the land. Um, and the reason I say that is because clearly there was some uh, hunger for power there, as we see with, uh, with, uh, with Carr and him being a kind of the head of trying to overthrow the obligators because they were loyal to Lord Ruler. But then again, um, you know, was that just because they felt superior? Uh, I mean, we do, we do see him say something about how, you know, him trying to prove that the Inquisitors are truly loyal to the Lord Ruler himself, where they feel like the obligators are more so just kind of playing their part, you know, so maybe, maybe that does work in their favor and they, now the Lord Ruler's dead, they kind of don't, uh, like want to be in charge anymore, although they do seem very ruthless, like just in their nature, like there is something about becoming an Inquisitor that just makes you ruthless and like disregard any other life besides your own, um, which brings me to the other part of the Inquisitor stuff, um, I think this was in the epilogue, where Marsh does kind of hint at the making of an Inquisitor. He doesn't talk about it in any sort of detail, but he does say how he doesn't really want to talk about it, and it is, uh, I forget the exact wording he used, but like, he didn't say the word gruesome, he just kind of was like, I don't want to talk about it, it's, you know, it's not, not good, um, so, you know, I feel like that's clear foreshadowing of like, well, at some point, I feel like we're going to learn how Inquisitors get made um, because that's huge. Because like, what if someone else on the team wants to be an Inquisitor? What if that is the key to taking out the other Inquisitors? You know, uh, with when the Lord Ruler, um, well, let me just stop there. Finishing off the Inquisitor stuff. Um, are there more secrets to Inquisitor stuff? They are very powerful allomancers. Like, what makes them so powerful? Um, this has something to do with the spikes. You know, clearly the spikes, you know, they could kill them. They let them see allomantic. Like, you know, they're they're almost like Daredevil <laughs> from uh, from Marvel. Where it's like, Daredevil's blind, but he can, like, feel everything, you know? That's kind of how Inquisitors work. So there, there's got to be more secrets about them that I can't imagine they're not going to at least attempt to uncover now will they be useful i don't know you know it's not it's not clear um it also seems like something that you can't reverse so maybe that's not you know something they really want to do um yeah so there's something off the, what was i gonna say off the inquisitor stuff i don't know i already forgot i have that's why i have notes though um so inquisitor stuff important important to know oh off of that in terms of like secrets about uh other types of creatures we have the chondra right we've we've seen the word chondra a couple times at this point and again me rereading these books and now i'm able to like kind of say a little more about it because this is the end um i was surprised like i didn't remember that they met that they used the word chondra a few times before they actually like sort of kind of start to tell you what they are in this in this ending right here I was very surprised because I feel like someone reading it for the first time would just be like, what does conjure mean? What is, is that like a type of creature? Is that like a, like a, um, I, you know, like an occupation? You know, because the first time they, they say it, they, uh, they refer to renew as a conjure. And 
it's funny because it's it's only in the writing itself. It's not like no one says the word chondra, but in the book, like Renew says something and then it says the chondra said. And I read that and I was like, is that a mistake? <laughs> because if you're reading this for the first time, you don't know what that word means. You have no idea. And like we still kind of don't. So like what we know at this point is chondra must be the type of creature um, that renew was and he can like he can take the face and the body and the voice of other people um he has to eat like the the body or like the bones of them you know vin Vin has a great point at the end where he where she's like well why didn't they you know conjure don't really have the same like uh morality not morality mortality that humans do or that we do I i don't know if they're humans but um ska whatever right you know so why didn't they just have why didn't kelsey just have the chandra shape shape shift into him you know shape shift into kelsey and then have fake kelsey die wouldn't that have like the same effect that kelsey wanted but then they did explain they're like no they would have to eat him so he would have to die anyway so that wouldn't work again i like the little things you know that's one thing about i think brandon's writing style you know obviously You'll know this once we go through more Mistborn. And, you know, there's many other books that he writes, right? Many different series that he does. And I feel like this is the anchor to his writing. You know, I think he's even talked about it before where he's like, like, this is the reason why he loves writing the most. Out of any other reason, it is like putting pieces together and having them all kind of fit. That's like his, uh, you know, that's how he gets enjoyment from writing. And, uh, you know, so the example of it right here is, you know, him putting the pieces together, but not making any of them uh, too overpowering. Uh, you know, that, that, that that's one of my favorite parts of his, like, magic system, but then it bleeds over into other stuff, such as, you know, creatures like Chandra, where it is like, oh, no, he, they, they have to eat the person. So they can't just look at someone and be like, okay, I'm going to become them. They can't do it. Um, you know, so that sort of takes away a lot of different, like, overpowered ideas and situations off the table to be like, oh, no, Condra, do you have, you know, they have this thing, right? Um, you know, I mean, I, an extreme example would be Alamancers, they have to burn metal and the metal is finite. They don't just wake up and they can use magic. <laughs> you know, that would be way too overpowering. There's a lot of situations in this book where uh wouldn't be as dire if, if they were able to do that. So anyway, um, yeah, so I imagine we're going to learn more about Condra the same way we'd want to learn more about Inquisitors, because you know, I feel like there's a lot of secrecy about them as well. Um, I, I do like the very end where Vin does not want the Condra there. Even though the Condra was just kind of performing a job, like that's what they were hired to do, that's what Kelsier wanted the Condra to do, Vin doesn't see it that way. Vin, I mean, Vin I think is smart enough and... Uh, you know, just like aware enough to be like, okay, you know, the Chandra didn't do this maliciously, you know, they didn't like eat Kelsier's bones <laughs> against his will. But, um, you know, I, I think for her, that's still a very hard thing, you know, for Kelsier to be probably the person that, I mean, definitely the, the person that she was closest to this whole time. And like everything that Kelsier meant to her, um, n not only as like the, the like prophet that he became the 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 martyr almost that he became but also like the friend and like almost the fatherly figure um 
so to have the creature there that like ate his bone like i don't know it's just very weird for her and so she's like no uh we did kind of drop the subject though so i'm not sure you know at this point we're not sure if she's actually going to send the conjure away um or if she's going to be like fine and just kind of keep them there but maybe at a distance you know um just like Sazed said it's like no like it's very very expensive to have a chondra and also for good reason like we we, we already have seen a couple of things that the chondra is able to do um you know like a master impersonator and stuff like that and survive things that regular people should not have survived we saw that he got an axe to the back <laughs> and uh still here still still doing fine so uh that's that what else do we have and i guess we should just get into it right we kind of danced around it kelsier died right and unfortunately kelsier's gone um now this does i'm gonna immediately kind of sidestep this for a second um this to me is a huge moment obviously and i think it's coupled with the other huge moment with lord ruler dying and I feel like they're in the same boat for a couple different reasons, but I feel a little differently about each one. Um, I think some people could justifiably have the opinion that um, Kelsier dying is very sudden, right? Um, I mean, first off, we just love Kelsier. We would love to have seen Kelsier the whole rest of the series, you know? Um you know, so there's that, there's that like emotional sort of, uh, you know, reaction, I guess. Um, but also it does just kind of happen. Like they're just kind of chilling. Um, you know, they are kind of like arguing with each other, I think. Right. Um, about like what, what's next to do, you know, they just lost all these people. Um, you know, Marsh just died. Um, all this stuff, right? Like they are really at their bottom, and they're kind of thinking about backing out and be like, all right, we're done. Like, there's, there's, there's no reason to. Like, they've found out our plan. Like, that, that's what Inquisitors do. They, they break people. So there's, there's a 0% chance that they uh, are unaware of our plan, who we are, where we are, all that stuff. We, we have to leave. And then immediately there's another execution happening. Kelsier goes out there. They all go out there. Uh, you know, Kelsier runs in saves the people, Lord Ruler comes, he sees the opportunity to fight the Lord Ruler, um, he kills the Inquisitor, which is huge, uh, but then he dies, um, he does this thing where, um, Lord Ruler says, like, oh, didn't I kill you already, or something like that, and Kelsier's like, you can't kill me, I am hope, he smiles, Lord Ruler, and at, at that point, we're like, oh, we're gonna see a fight, <laughs> we're gonna see them duke it out, at least a little bit, and then Lord Ruler just backhands him, and then puts a spear through his heart. A quick one-two. Kelsier's dead. There's no more. Um, there's no more like pomp and circumstance with it. It's just boom, boom, dead. That's it. Clean everyone up. Clean up all the corpses. You know all that stuff. Um, and I think in the moment, it looks very, very sudden because it is. And, and, and again, not only is it sudden in terms of Kelsier does not, you know, at least for us reading it for the first time, there's no, um, there's no telegraphing that he's going to do this, that he's like, oh, today's a big day. We're going to do it. And like, he's like nervous, he's jittery and like Vin is noticing and like, what's, 
what is you know what is going on with Kelsier today? Nothing. He just goes out, watches. You know, he wants to go watch the execution, just like normal, just you know, just like we did last time in like the previous part or whatever, and uh, fights the Lord Ruler and dies. You know, I I think that it's not sudden though when you go back and you look at it from Kelsier's perspective when we learn that this was all his plan from the very beginning um he you know again, I don't know how in the very beginning it was but pretty far because um you know Renew who is you know actually the Chandra had uh you know had specific instructions for everyone I mean they they knew all this so you imagine it was probably his plan right from when he hatched it right you know before he told you know, the crew, you know, Docs, Ham, Vin, all that stuff, like, he already knew this, so, um, and if you read back, you'll see a lot of different little breadcrumbs, right, like, there's multiple times where he asks Sazed about different religions, um, and, and, you know, he's very interested in, like, why certain religions last longer than others, um, you know, he's puzzled at the idea that, the leader or the god or who, or whoever you know whoever's at the top of a religion dies how does that not kill the religion how does it make the followers even more devote even stronger right um there's just little things like that and then you realize oh that's because that's what kelsier is trying to get into the mindset of that's what he's crafting his whole plan after is he's going to be He's going to be like a new god. I mean, he. I mean, he, we we mentioned. I think in like part two, maybe of the of the book, he he talks about. Um, he makes like a joke to, and I'm pretty sure I you know I like brought this up. He he, he makes a joke to Sazed about um, you know if there's any religions about slaughtering noblemen. And Sazed's like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think there is. I, you know, it's, I don't really think there's anything that specific in there. And then Kelsier offhandedly is just like, maybe I'll start one, you know. And again, it's just an offhand comment. I think I mentioned this before, but how like, you know, it's just a fun little back and forth, teaching us a little more about Sazed, a little more about Kelsier, their relationship, um, you know, just fun banter, right? Uh, but then it's now, and you're like, oh, this is what he did. There is, like, people who follow the survivor, the Lord of the Mists, or whatever. Like, that is what he was trying to do. He knew that the Ska would never rise up. They would never do anything. You know, like, uh, centuries of oppression and grooming and all that stuff. They they needed a new god. And that's Kelsier. So, my whole reason for bringing up the comparison to Lord Ruler dying is because I, you know, I think similar arguments can be made, right? Like, oh, it's kind of set, like, man, they really finished, you know, because we know it's a trilogy of books, and it's like, man, Lord Ruler dies in the first book? Like, that seems, what is, what are the other two books? Like, what else do they have to do? Because at this point, we're left with, well, I mean, they have to start a new government, I guess, like, is the rest of the series, I mean, there's two more books, two more full books, and I think the next two books are longer than the first one, um, I could be wrong on that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right, you know, so you, so you look at that, and you're like, is it just gonna be, like, the power struggle, I guess, of people trying to claim to be the next king or something, 
is that just going to be the whole the whole series? I mean, you know, what else is there? The Lord Ruler was kind of it, right? Um, you know, so with that angle, I, I you know, I think I could look at it as like, and they really just killed the Lord Ruler like that? And, and again, it's similar to the Kelsier thing in my mind where Vin is just like, oh, I'm going to kill the Lord Ruler. <laughs> Let me just grab a couple things and I'm going to go kill him. You know, so I think that is also very sudden as well. You know, and then also like, I don't know, my, my, my opinion is I, if I'm going to have some criticism of this, um, on, on, on my second read, I, I do think this was a little rushed, you know, I would have liked, again, I'm not saying they should have put like another book in here or something, but maybe just like a, an extra chapter or so, just like something to really have Vin, I don't know, because the argument can be made that, oh, Vin can be impulsive, especially in this moment. She's never had anything like this happen to her before. But I, I don't know, maybe like more time for Vin to think about this. Um, I just feel like she got to the answer very, very quickly that, oh, oh, well, he's, he's clearly terrorist. He's, he, you know what I mean? Like, I understand that she was reading the log book and, um, you know, all that stuff, you know, asking Sazed more and more questions about Ferrochemy and all that, but I don't know, I, I, I just feel like it was way too quick for her to be like, her realizing that he's Rashek, I think that was appropriate, you know, us, you know, us reading the logbook and her saying, it, it's like, oh, that makes sense, why the logbook ended so abruptly, um, all that stuff, I mean, even, even kind of like her figuring out he's Terrace, I think, isn't too bad. I don't know. I don't know. There's there's a lot of things here. And like I said, I have finished, read these books already. So I know what happens. There are certain things in this book that, um, you know, about this ending that I think don't make a lot of sense. And hopefully Brandon explains them later on. He does. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm obviously not going to say how he explains them, but, you know, like I said, that is his writing style where it's like, these are the pieces and for better or for worse, everything gets explained. Um, you know, some people don't like that. They, you know, think maybe whatever, right. Um, you know, but, but I don't know, again, if there was to be some criticism, I'd say it's, it's, it's a little too convenient, just, just a little bit too convenient, not enough for me to say it's a bad ending. Cause I don't think that in the slightest, but you know, a little bit of me is like, little too convenient, I think. Um, but, uh, moving on to a couple things in regards to, uh, stuff that is unexplained and doesn't make a whole lot of sense, um, about the ending specifically. One, uh, the mists. There's a, there's a line in here, which is very important. They even, you know, the way it's formatted in the book, they kind of separate it out from the rest of the inner thinking of what Vin's going through in the moment, uh, Vin, almost dead, she, uh, what was the line, 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 do 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 do, Vin does something, Vin does something, where is the thing that we're doing, she drew upon the mists, that was the line I was looking for. She drew upon the mists. What does that mean? 
because clearly that was a turning point in the fight. Like she was losing, like the Lord Ruler, very powerful, um, powerful to the point of just unexplainable. You know, he was able to push and pull the metals that were inside of Vin's stomach, which is something that you're not supposed to be able to do. Like Kelsier was like, no, if it's in your body, like, you know, again, like the earring, or especially if they're in your, like, if they're in your metal reserves, like, you can't do that. But then you look at this and you're like, there's, there's a lot of things Kelsier didn't quite know. You know, we'll, we'll get to that in a second as well. Um, a lot of things that Kelsier didn't quite know because Lord Ruler definitely did that. Um, but yeah, he was completely winning, like, just, just demolishing her, you know? And then there's the line. Vin drew upon the mists. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, a couple extra blue lines popped up in her, uh, her like steel and iron vision. And then she was able to push the bracelets or whatever uh, off of the Lord Ruler. Those are the ones that held his vitality and he died. So that's something very interesting where it's like, what does that mean? Is that just Vin's interpretation of what happened? Or did that actually happen? And if it did happen, why was she able to do it? There, There's a lot of little things in here. You know, I say little, but I feel like, again, with Bran Sanchez's writing style, they're little, but they're also like, hey, pay attention to this, you know? Like, hey, this is this is important. You got it. Yeah. Um of like how Vin is so powerful. Like there's obviously Kelsier and Saz that say it, but then there's little things where it's like, oh, Vin can do things that other people shouldn't be able to do, whether it's they shouldn't be able to do it with their experience level or they shouldn't be able to do it at all. You know, like the whole thing with um, with Vin being able to pierce Kelsier's copper cloud and you realize that she's done it to the Lord Ruler before. Um, you know, she wasn't quite realizing what she was doing before when she was like trying to pierce the... Uh, the like soothing, uh, the the like soothing elements or whatever, but she was able to appear, and it's like you're not supposed to be able to do that. That's not you're not you're not supposed to, like you know that, that's not something that's possible. Like that's the whole point of copper is that if it did it, it, it blocks people from being able to see their you know whatever they're burning, and Vin does it. You know, I love the moment she does it too because she she does it and Kelsier's like impossible. And then she does it again, and Vin's like, "You're burning this. Wait, no, now you're burning this. You tried, you tried to switch it on me. <laughs> you tried, you tried to trick me." Um, but yeah, and, and then it's just like, "I don't, I don't know how you're able to do this." <laughs> um, but again, it seems like, from our experience, and again, we've only seen a small portion um, of Mistings and Mistborn, especially. It's like Vin, Vin's powerful, you know. You know, it seems like there's definitely a reason why we're following her with this story and not someone else as the main character. But I, I think that's some, I think it's another thing to kind of keep your eye on. Be like, well, Vin, you know, how's Vin so, what's, what's so special about her? Is, you know, is there something else that's going to pop up, right? Um, staying with the miss thing for a second. I do like the, 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 you know, they also explained something as well, which is something that I think they were hinting at, especially with the log book. But now they kind of confirmed it where, um, in the logbook, they were very, not very, but, you know, they were a little confused as to why there was no allomancy talked about in the book, right? I even talked about it where 
the Lord, the Lord ruler, which is, you know, who we thought was writing the book at the time, um, talked about the terrorist people and their supernatural abilities. And my whole thing last episode was why is, why, why is he referring to Ferrochemy as the like supernatural powers when if they have Alamancy, sure, it's different than Alamancy, but you wouldn't be like floored by, oh my God, someone else can do magic. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's another type of magic, you know? But if there's no Alamancy in the world, someone does that and you're like, whoa, what are you? You know, what is what is happening here? And then Sazed and or Marsh, I think, sort of talk about it. And they're like, oh yeah, all the legends sort of say that where um, there was no Alamancy before the Ascension. Um, and they even talk about how that uh, that is concurrent with the mists appearing. So there must not have been mist before the ascension either. Um, again, very much hitting you over the head with, "Hey, next book is called Well of Ascension. We're gonna we're gonna get into this," you know. So everything's connected to that apparently. Um, but I do like that because again, that that kind of circles back around to the moment of Vin, you know, quote unquote, uh, drawing upon the mist, and it's like, what are the mists exactly? You know, because we, we we talked about them. We see them. They come out every night. People are afraid to go into them. We initially think it's because of mist race, but now it's like there there seems to be maybe more importance to the mist than we first thought. And again, maybe it's just legends or whatever. But you know, they kind of keep bringing it up. So, and the whole drawing upon the mist thing—like, what is that? <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, again, could just be an interpretation. Vin was very uh, messed up at the end of the fight there, so. Maybe it's nothing. Um, and then something else with that fight, um, which is probably the most like poignant thing that happened at the end, was uh, was the Lord Ruler saying, uh, you know, right, right before he died, he said something to the effect of, um, "I am, I was their God, whether they, whether they wanted to see it or not." Um, what did he say? The things I do for mankind, you have no idea. You've doomed yourselves. Sounds to that effect. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. That's, that's that's pretty much what he said. And um, initially, we hear in the moment, and we're just like, okay, whatever, dude. Like, he's just upset that he's lost. He's not only lost, but he's dying. Um, his reign is over. You know, he failed. You know, he's not only dying, but he failed. Like his his whole thing was like like we mentioned. Um, completely preventing another Lord Ruler from existing by uh, uh, slaughtering all the terrorsmen and then keeping some of them alive. But uh, if you're doing the breeding program, um, only having nobility uh, procreate with other nobility because none of them are terrorsmen, right? There's a chance that if they were to get out of line, and procreate with Ska, one that's bad because now there's Ska mistings and or Mistborn, but then also that could lead to them straying further and with terrorist people, so that whole thing, um, so he failed. But then we see Vin, and she talks, she kind of thinks about it again, and there, there's something she says which I kind of latched onto, which she said when he was saying that, well, okay, there's a couple of things. One, he said, 
what I do for mankind, not what I did for mankind. What I did wouldn't imply I defeated the deepness. And then I became God, and you should have all been grateful, but then you killed me. Something like that, right? Him saying what I do for mankind implies that he still does something up until he died. There was still something that, or some things that he was actively doing for everyone else to keep them safe or, I don't know, civilized or together or something, right? What is that? What is that? You know? And then uh, the other thing was, um, what I do for mankind, you've doomed yourselves. Oh, shoot, I think I lost the other thing. What I do for mankind. Um, you've doomed yourselves. I think I lost the other point I was trying to make. Oh, no, 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 I found it. Nah, you, you guys... I found it. Okay, so she also said that when he said that, there wasn't pride in his eyes. There wasn't like, what I did for mankind, you guys have no idea. Like, you know, it wasn't like pride that you would find in a king who thinks that everything they do is just and, you know, everyone should be bowing at their feet. She said she saw terror in his eyes. He was afraid of something. He was afraid that he was dying. Was it just because, you know, he didn't want to die, <laughs> which would be completely understandable, you know, afraid of death, afraid of the end, or was it something else? Again, the, the coupling of those two things, what was he afraid of? Him ending it with, you've doomed yourselves. Again, you initially take that as, him again you know him just being prideful and saying you guys can't live without me you know everything will shatter blah blah blah, right or upon vin kind of reanalyzing it and us being able to read it and ponder it is there something else there's something else that he does you know like i said to keep them safe or you know together as a society or whatever right we don't know we don't know but that is, you know, a lot of different things that, you know, Brandon sort of leaves us with in this epilogue. Oh, okay, what else do we have? Um, oh, I guess we'll talk about this sort of, sort of the very, very end. Uh, the Vin and Ellen, Vin and Ellen stuff. Um, I like that. Um, first off, I love the moment uh, a little earlier than, than the very end when Ellen comes back with some uh some soldiers right and they do their thing vin embraces him and has the line where she says no one's ever come back there, there's a lot of really good lines in in this last part that just you read them and you're and it, it kind of hits you right i didn't write them all down but that is one of them because her whole life people have abandoned her have betrayed her that's why she's so distrustful as a as a person. Reen betrayed her, right? Left her, never came back. Kelsier left, right? You know, we you know, we have that moment where she feels betrayed by Kelsier. She feels like Kelsier lied. She feels like Kelsier isn't a good man like she previously believed. Um you know, it is just her emotions and you know, we can understand that, but we also understand why she feels that way. It's like 
you were supposed to beat the Lord ruler. You didn't, you know, you were supposed to make this better place. You, you were supposed to be with us and lead us. You weren't supposed to die. She, there's a great line, I think at the very end of part four of the book, um, which is a call back to when they were coming up on the garrison and the whole garrison was being destroyed and Kelsier wanted to help and Vince stopped him and said, we're not invincible. You're not invincible. That stops him, right? And then Kelsier dies and she has a moment, she has a line where she says, uh, or where she like thinks it or whatever and she thinks about her saying that previously about how we're not invincible but in her mind she's like, that was supposed to be us, you know, I'm not invincible, you know, no one in the crew is invincible, but you were supposed to be, you were supposed to be the invincible one, and, uh, it just hurts, you know, so that's, you know, that's where the betrayal comes from, and then Ellen, um, which actually happened before the, the Kelsier stuff, um, Ellen being like, leave, <laughs> I don't want to see you anymore, you know, that sort of thing. So she's just had that over and over with like people she loves. And then for Ellen to be the one to come back, you know, to like come back for her and actually still care about her, it seems like that, that, that just kind of all hits her. Like no one's ever come back. And at that moment, I don't think Ellen, you know, it, you know, it's impossible for him to understand the weight of what he did. It's far beyond her coming back. For, it's far beyond just the fact that he came back to save her life. It's far beyond that. Um, that was big. And then, again, the the, the, the very end of the book where um, Vin is able to, you know, is able to convince herself to jump into his, like, this, like, study area and, uh, you know, just go back to him. And, you know, she has this joke about, like, oh, you, you, re you, you read too much, especially in front of women. And Ellen just, like, very hurriedly like sprints out of his chair and embraces her and they hug and it's like oh yes you know um so their relationship is going and that's cool love to see it um yeah i think at this point it's just kind of like a bunch of little stuff i think i pretty much covered everything big um yeah yeah so let me just pop in now a few things that I uh I just kind of mentioned you know maybe not of super importance and then I do have just like the very answer like predictions and stuff for the next book that that we can get into uh any that we still have so uh just go down the list here so we have a new government that's big right that's another like epilogue type thing where it's like okay lord ruler's gone again is that what the next two books are going to be is it just going to be the fight for power, you know, is going to turn into more of like a Game of Thrones type story where everyone's vying for the crown. Could be, you know, Ellen seems to be at the head of it right now. So we can, I mean, we know that Ellen's not that type of person, but that doesn't matter when other nobility may feel like they should have the crown, you know. Um, and we know that all the, you know, all the A-team is gone, right? Kelsier, that's another quick thing too. Kelsier destroyed the pits. Um... So I, I think it's for the next like few hundred years, you know, it'll take them to, you know, for the crystals to regrow to then grow more geodes. So that's gone. But also with the Lord Ruler gone, like, is ATM even 
their currency like that it like you know is it really cost because the whole reason it costed so much was because it's what the lord rulers sold to them you know so it's like you know where does that sit <laughs> um but anyway yeah so there's all that stuff um just something i wanted to shout out vin killed shan so happy first off shan was awful shan was the worst character she out of all the characters if you would have listed every single character <laughs> named in this book and said one of these people will die in this book who do you want it to be i wouldn't pick lord ruler i would pick shan shan was awful she was a terrible person she wanted to be a misborn that was disheartening so i'm like oh man she's powerful too oh no <laughs> you know but vin killed her which which was also like you know one just very fan servicey like ah oh, vin got her you know but also i think it did actually um progress vin's character again more so going to the point of vin is powerful like she's different um but also her adaptability if that's a word her able to adapt where she's like, hey, I'm not as experienced as Shan. I'm not as powerful as Shan. It's just, it's just a fact. So I'm going to find another way to win. Um, again, you know, going back to her as a street urchin where she's like, I'm stronger and weaker than everyone. I have to find another way to survive. And so she has a great idea where she uh, extinguishes her ATM early. And that makes Shan think that she's run out. And then she brings back the ATM at the opportune moment surprises Shan, stabs her twice <laughs> right in the chest and kills her. And it's great. Um, so love that. So again, just, you know, just kind of showing that, hey, she doesn't have to be the most powerful, the most experienced. She can still win. Um, oh, another very emotional moment. I think this was the other big one was uh, Kelsey or Vin came back after she killed Shan. And uh, right, this was after she killed Shan, I think. Yeah um her snapping at Kelsier. You know, you know, because Kelsier was upset with her. Um was I mean, you know, upset with her with going going after Shan. Uh, you know, but then also kind of about the plan about like um going after Ellen, you know, like, oh Ellen might have to die or whatever. Um you know, uh you know, and then just with Kelsier in general, right? And so Vin snapped at him and said that, you know, you are you're not Ska. You are nobility. Um, you know, kind of pointing to everything. It's like, you're Ska, like, you live here, you always have clean clothes, you always have food in your stomach, you know, all, all that stuff. And then she, not not only that, but then she turns it on, you know, sort of her own experience to be like, when have you ever done this? When have you ever experienced, you know, starving, you know, when, you know, when have you ever experienced um, the, the idea of you um, wanting to kill the the person next to you, uh, you know, because they might have like a scrap of bread or something, you know, um, you know, you getting abused by someone and you at least being grateful that someone is there uh, paying attention to you, you know, like, like all these very awful, awful things. And, and you know, and, and she's trying to just, uh, you know, prove her point that you're not Scott. You like to think you're Scott. You like to think that you came from this and that, but you don't actually know what it's like to live that way. You're just doing this all for your own ego. And again, a lot of it's exaggerated, but there's some truth into what she says. And, you know, Kelsier even admits it. But 
I, I love that moment because everything sort of just comes together. You know, like Ellen uh, telling her to shoe, the whole Shan thing, like a lot of things just kind of hit their head and she just has to be mad at somebody. And so I I just love that because, it, you know, uh, on top of that, it does show how comfortable she was with everyone. You know, she wouldn't have snapped at anyone, especially Kelsey, if she didn't have that connection with him. Um, you know, so that was a really good moment. Um, and then, uh, what else do we have? Uh, I think, okay, I think there's one more thing and then we'll talk about the very, very end. So, um, going back to something I talked about earlier that I meant to get back to this, which was lots of things that Kelsey doesn't know, right? Like we talked about the piercing the copper cloud, uh, pushing and pulling the metals inside of another misting or misborn's stomach. Lots of things that Kelsier said that are wrong, or at least wrong in certain circumstances. We learn that there may be more metals. There's a base eight, and then two other ones, right? Atium and gold. But then, she burns the eleventh metal, and it sort of like tell it sort of like shows you like the pat. So like the way I interpret it, and I'm in a, I've always been fuzzy on this, but. The 11th medal, which we don't know the name of it, shows you, like, someone else's past. Um, and so she believes that, oh, there must be four more medals aside from the base eight, not two. And they must be grouped together the same way that the two, quote-unquote, groups of the eight medals are grouped together, right? Um, you know, like the external and the internal. So there must be another four, not just golden atm but the 11th medal and maybe another one a uh, 12th medal that would be uh because she thinks that okay golden atm are not like partners not you know not a pair um it must be the 11th medal in gold or a pair because gold shows you like uh different possible futures of yourself whereas this 11th medal just shows you like a past version of yourself i guess that's kind of how I read it. Um, you know, so first off, she does figure out what the 11th medal does, which is something more than Kelsier ever did, which is very strange because it's like, he never burned it, <laughs> you know? Um, but then didn't... Um, I don't know. We don't have to think that. We don't have to think too hard about it. Uh, but then, you know, the other very exciting, uh, you know, exciting possibility is there's a 12th medal. There has to be, right? Like, every medal has a pair. And so if this 11th medal is truly the pair of uh, of gold, what is ATM's pair? And what and what can that even do? Um, you know, so that's, that's exciting. Um, but then... We do see something, though. I do want to point this out, because I think they kind of gloss over it. But the Inquisitor, when Vin is uh, trapped, locked up by the Inquisitors, the Inquisitor comes in and tells Vin to eat something. She eats it. He tells her to burn it. She burns it. 
and it depletes all of her metal reserves. So that's huge. So that, I guess, would be the 12th metal, unless that's something completely different. Like, maybe it doesn't even fit into the structure of the metals, but that wouldn't make sense, right? Unless it's not a metal that she brings, because I don't know, did did they actually say it was like a like a bead of metal? Did they say that, or was it just like, eat this? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't remember exactly, um, but... Yeah, 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 maybe it was just something completely different, maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't a metal, but then he does say burn it, so it's gotta be a metal. Yeah, so I don't know, I don't know where that fits into this whole, like, Venn diagram, not a Venn diagram, but, you know, this whole, like, chart with, like, red strings and, you know, uh, but that's something, too, because it's, like, I don't remember, Kelsier, Kelsier never mentioned that there was something like that, that a Alamancer could burn and just get rid of the metal in their stomach, that's... That's pretty powerful. Although I don't know how else you would use that besides how the Inquisitor used it, which is like just had a brute force, you know, had the had, you know had the Alamancer burn it, um, you know. So, uh, but yeah, leave leave you with that. And then uh, last thing, yeah, end of the book. You know, I guess any sort of closing thoughts, closing remarks. Um, we already sort of mentioned predictions, but it's like, again, like, what else is the book going to be? Like, on, on a ground level, it seems like it's going to be rebuilding Luthadel um, and maybe the outside, too, because we really just got rid of Luthadel, but uh, I'm sure word will travel pretty fast across the entire uh, entire everything, you know, the entire uh, central dominance and beyond that the Lord Ruler is dead. Um, so I'm sure that'll be a big part of the next book, you imagine. But then uh, on, a, on a greater scale, it seems like they have multiple sort of threads pointing to the Ascension and like the, the Well of Ascension. The next book is called The Well of Ascension. So it's like, maybe that would just mean that they learn more about it. You know, learning about like uncovering secrets, I think, is a big thing that they've left us with uh, a lot of cliffhangers, right? Even like I mentioned about the Inquisitors, the Kanja. Um, I mean, I mean, even Terrace, like, you know, Saza did mention that what he's going to do is he's going to go back to his people. There's like a homeland or something. So that's, that's a big thing. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like the line at the end where they say, so if the Lord Ruler was able to do everything he did and become a, a god, just because he was both an alamancer and a ferrochemist, what happened with the deepness what what was the deepness what happened at the well of ascension then what what power did he get from that because clearly everything we've seen was just because of his luck with being pharaoh chemist and alamancer so what was the well of ascension what happened there you know um and also just to reiterate it again what does he mean by you've doomed yourselves what did he do not did do currently still doing up until his death for mankind so yeah lots of questions um but that is it that is misborn the final empire i closed my notes like an like an idiot uh, so i'm gonna open them back up because now i have to say uh what's next so we are continuing the series that is what we do here we do full series at a time um, two more books to get through. Next book, as I've mentioned about five times already, it's called Well of Ascension, book two. Um, 
what are we going to do next time? Um, this was a little harder for me to pinpoint because I do want to keep these, you know, at least the books in this series so far, I think work really well for four weeks. So it's kind of the, the, the sweet spot in my, my mind, um, in my brain. So there was going to have to be a weird sort of double up with the parts. I think this one worked out well because we doubled up on the last two parts, had a nice meaty uh, finale to the book. This one a little harder to distribute, but what I've decided is we're going to have a nice meaty beginning to the book. Um, so we're going to read both, uh, you know, because there, there are, uh, Well of Ascension is broken up into six parts. Um, so we're going to combine parts one and two. It's going to be a lot of pages. I think the most pages we've read so far in one week, but um, we can get through it. We're all excited. Get through the next book. What's going to happen now? Lots of stuff just happened. <laughs> a really crazy ending, honestly. So I'm sure we're all excited to get into the next one. So let's, you know, let's read a good amount, you know? Part one, I'm sure, will be a lot of sort of like easing us into what this story, you know, you know, kind of what this book's going to be about. And then part two is the biggest part of the book. Um, and I'm sure, that, you know, that's going to have a lot, a lot, a lot of good stuff in it. So we're combining them, parts one and two. Um, I didn't write down the chapters. <laughs> I wrote down the parts, but not the chapters. All right, so we're just gonna, you just gotta give me, you just gotta give me about 30 seconds. Okay, so we're gonna go, so obviously chapter one, that's, that's easy, that, that's easy to know. Chapter one through 27, the first 27 chapters of the book, 27 chapters, one through 27, that's what we're gonna do, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So uh, that is it. Long part today, but I already kind of figured it was going to be because we're talking about the end of a book and also moving into the beginning of the next book. So um, yeah, that is it. That's been Mistborn Final Empire, Brandon Sanderson. Next time, Well of Ascension, chapters 1 through 27. Get rid of those first two parts there. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Let me know what your thoughts are on the first book. Any sort of predictions you have going to the next one. Um, any sort of theories as to anything that happened in the first book, not only these, these last couple parts, but the whole book now that we finished it, kind of look at it in hindsight. And uh, yeah, that is it. Uh, read, read some more. <laughs>